We shall fight on the seas and oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. And if, which I do not for a moment believe, this island or a large part of it was subjugated and starving, then our empire beyond the seas, armed and guarded by the British fleet, would carry on the struggle until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of the old. Army Podcast Live is brought to you in association with Trade Print Solutions, bringing you all your printing needs for your business, whether it be big or small. This podcast is fully interactive and we'd love to hear all of your thoughts and views and you can do so in a number of ways. You can do it via Twitter, Facebook and on our chat facility. podcast is here to bring you all the Gated news for Gated fans by the fans. We hope to get club interviews when we can here and there and also we like to talk to fans throughout the season, whether it be about the ups and downs and the ins and outs of what's happening on and off the pitch surrounding this lovely club that we call Gated Football Club. Welcome to the Heed Army podcast. Are you feeling low, depressed? Well, you should be, <laughs> because it's been a bloody awful week for Gated FC and Gated FC fans. All the positivity has been sucked out of us. Um, absolutely devastating week. Um, you know, things aren't bad in the scheme of things, but for where we were this time last week, uh, positivity was raining high, and the prospect of Wembley was on the horizon with a great prospect of a semi-final against this side lower down and Gateshead were 30 seconds away from getting to the semi-finals of the FA Trophy only to be sucker punched or thrown away however you want to look at it and extra time and penalties on Wednesday night a freezing Wednesday night I think if we had a one we may not have noticed how cold it was but it was absolutely bollock wasn't it Miggy? It certainly was and uh, so as I say in the grand scheme of things things aren't that bad but to defeats this week um, it's not great it's, 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 it took the wind out the sails a little bit hasn't it it's just brought it down a peg or two it has it has and um, also the things we want to talk about of course the trophy exit the Tramier defeat uh, Forest Green next Saturday and also we've got very sad news that um, Gated fan and quiz master extraordinaire Dave Allen has had to pull the plug on the monthly quiz at the Grey Nags head 
due to the lack of gated fans turning up, um, which is really sad. Us included. Yeah, us included. Uh, I couldn't always get there. I feel awful. And uh, we're going to pay tribute to Dave because he's done a hell of a lot. And also the things he did for the extra heed as well have come to an end. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later on and more in depth. What do you think gated fans could do more for the club? And in turn, what do you think the club could do more by the end of the season or for the start of next season. So lots to talk about, so we can talk about all of that. And um, Andrew, you weren't at the game yesterday, were you? No. No, I wasn't. Um, We were going to do an update show, um, but we found out there was online commentary, only for it not to be online uh, as the game kicked off. Uh, So apologies, we did did advertise that we're going to be doing it, and I apologise that it didn't go ahead. But Mickey, you went down there to Tramia, um, enlighten us with the twists and tales of, of your day out in uh, Merseyside. Good day. Um, me and the Ben enjoyed it. Um, Shame about the silly tits at the back. <laughs> Getting drunk and one of them puking up. Oh, but, lovely. Didn't know uh, about that. Um, but otherwise, they were, they were warned. It was the same ones who thought they were on Green Streets at Halifax last week, but they were warned. Halifax. Mm. Halifax. Uh, Halifax. <laughs> That's quite apt, though, isn't it? <laughs> a bit um, of flack after uh, the game. Um, apparently, I mean, the bus driver, Conrad, had warned them. Bernard had warned them when we got the heart head more. I says, you start the day and I'm going to cut your testicles off. <laughs> Kinky. So, to be fair, though, well, just <laughs> it reminded me of when we used to go into games, we used to turn up ill on a civic centre in the morning but the game itself I thought was very leggy mm-hmm. um, Wigglesworth the referee didn't help things uh, the first penalty for definite I thought was harsh I mean John at the bars hit John Shoy didn't have any time to turn anywhere the referee's pointing the spot I went to the loo with the bear come back up and I heard a shout and I thought we'd got a free kick or something when I come up I went in the back into the stand I seen the referee pointing to the spot. I, said, I turned to Andy Mason and said, he just ordered another penalty. He went, aye. He says, was, the lads made the most of it. And I asked Simon Lowry and he said it was clumsy challenge. Uh-huh. So at the third goal, you could see it coming. The lads ran down the line. Whitmore, or Bennett hasn't put a tackle in. I wasn't sure which one it was because it was obviously down the far end. And I turned. I just turned to Tony and there was a guy stood in the middle of the box. I says, if he gets this crossing, this lad's got a free header. Well, come on, bang. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've got the goal, Johnny Johnson. Johnny so, Janny Johnson? Johnny Johnson, uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't have a drink yesterday? <laughs> no, I, think, I, I think the father had a stroke after the fall. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, simple tapping, they won a 15-minute spell, and then, to be honest, they took over again. Yeah. Um, they were just strong all over the pitch. Well, there was no second gear. I mean, for me, Josh Gillies was probably the man of the match for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matty Patterson made a little bit of a difference. Chandler come on and done well when he was on. Yeah. Um, but it would have it would have been harsh if we'd got out of that yeah. yesterday. But I mean, they went there. At least we got a goal. That mm-hmm. was the main thing. Yeah. And um, as I say, the show is fully interactive. We've got lots of messages coming in. Andrew, have we got any tweets yet? Not yet. But I've sent a tweet out um, just to, for people to say. 
Um, how w- would you sum up this week for Gated FC? Hashtag pro our week on the pitch. Yes, uh, it's, it's a diplomatic way of doing it. Hashtag could have been better. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dan Bell has put even lads uh, had two great away days despite results. Uh, we've had better weeks than season in the season. Sorry, but we're more than capable of bouncing back and bring on Alti and Forest Green. Well, <laughs> tough games, tough games. Uh, so there is Very more. Mes- yeah, there is more to come uh, on the messages. Keep sending them in. We're going to play how you can con- contact us. So this is how you do it. And remember, when we come back, we're going to talk about what do you think the fans could do more, and what do you think the club could do more um, for us about either raising funds or and enriching the match day experience or you know everything around it because it does seem a little bit of a damp squib at the minute so um this is how you contact us and please do so and also we'll play how you can tweet us as well wanting to contact the show have your say well it's easily done our chat facility is brought to you in association with Trade Print Solutions. If you're listening to us on the Spreaker app or website, simply sign in with your Facebook account. It takes just two seconds. Then you can click on the chat facility and talk to us throughout the show. Please remember, send your messages. If we don't read them out straight away, don't worry. We will see them and we endeavour to read out every one we can. So please be part of the show and have your say. Twitter corner waiting for your tweets. All you have to do is tweet me at heed underscore army. I'm waiting, so get your voice heard on the Heed Army podcast where you can talk about all things Gateshead. And uh, join us back on the podcast. We've got a few messages coming on the chat facility. Sam Pennington put, evening lads. Fantastic point earned away to Cheltenham. Um, of course, we weren't on air last weekend. I wasn't feeling too well. So, unfortunately, the podcast didn't go ahead. Um, but, of course, there was that result to talk about as well. Not a bad result. Uh, nil-nil away to Cheltenham. Um, but good that we were out the FA Trophy as we missed uh, some great chances. We couldn't take them and got punished in the end. Hopefully we can bounce back and give Forest Green a good game at the stadium next week. Well, as I say, we mentioned a little bit about the trophy. Um, um, well, I, I missed the opening goal. I was coming through the turnstile, got there late. My friend gave us a lift. So I was whilst standing while he was getting a hot dog and I heard the cheer and I was like, well, that's a good start. Get out there. And then it just, uh, I don't know, we flatter to deceive a little bit at times don't we and um, we made our own problems we had, we had enough chances oh, did that's we not an understatement you know we should have won that by 4-5-1 it's an eight point we're kind of going back to it now oh no I but mean I was absolutely devastated I won't lie I was good oh, yeah. when we come out mm. but like I said to you the other day we've had worse blows than that Davey 
Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's what I said at the, at the top mm. of the show. In the scheme of things, things aren't bad. Aren't bad. They're not bad at all. But it's a little bit, you know, it's took the wind out the sails. We've dropped it, you know, away from the playoffs. Not that we ever thought we were going to be in there anyway. We said that on the podcast for many yeah, weeks. Start, start the season, I wasn't expecting to be high, as high nah. up as well. No, I mean, it, it, it was an added bonus that we're there. And it give, you know, as I say, the last two weeks has been great to be, you know, yeah. prospect. You think, oh, well, you know, if we play our game, we'll see what happens. But it, I think some players maybe have been a little bit tired this week and maybe found a little bit wanting on Wednesday as well because it was one or two performances. Not going to single out any players, but um, <laughs> some some could uh, maybe have a little look at themselves. And that that's not that's not being nasty. It's yeah. just 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 the way the cookie crumbles on the night. Where, you know, there were some players. Uh, were... To be uh, to be honest, Davey, I thought when they went in the dressing room, I think they could all look at themselves and see they put in a shift. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, but they give know, it all. I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt sorry for the ball boy. I think it's belly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I think it was just it was more decisions made throughout the game. I think there was mm. a lot of people thinking I'm going to be the hero here with a couple mm. of shots. Um, so but yeah, there was a few easy, very easy shots that should have went in. And yeah, didn't it? It's just I don't know. If you're a professional player, some of them shots should have gone in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And now, and now it's you're it's tired. It's easier. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, got to remember as well. I mean, horrible conditions. I mean, there was one ball crossed in by uh, CJ, yeah, and yeah, it went. Off, it, yeah, the it? wind just carried it in. Because the wind came out of nowhere, really, didn't it? Uh-huh. It wasn't it, that bad. And then all of a sudden, yeah, and the rain as well. I mean, mm. it, you know, both sides had to play in it. It's you know, it's yeah. the old chestnut. Uh, James M. Gowland, third in League Two with Gated on Football Manager. You're doing well. Gonna get Ryan Bowman. Gonna get Ryan Boom into the Premier League. Good, uh, good about the trophy result. Well, he, you know he's keeping it mixed up. <laughs> uh, uh, reckon we need at least four points out of the next two games to help keep the playoff dream alive. Well, personally for me, I'm not even looking at the playoffs. I just want to see us get through the season. And this is one thing I was going to go into a little bit later on, which we'll probably talk about. Is this is the time for the players that are in the club now to prove if they want to be here next year? They're going to have to earn the contracts now because. It's been publicly stated by the manager that he wants to bring in his own players. So they want to got to state the claim now. Mm. Got to state the claim now. So yeah, is there any tweets coming yet, Andrew? No. Nope. Hey, no, it's... I thought, I thought Kurt, actually Curtis had played well again yesterday, but mm-hmm. he played really well on um, Wednesday. Wednesday night as well. He made a few very good tackles. Well, I think it was for the equaliser uh, or one of the equalisers when <laughs> Clarkey headed the ball in the weather. It skimmed off his head, and mm. you heard him scream on the pitch. He knew he had missed it, you know, like and deflected it straight mm. into the path of a uh, Halifax player. And I was like, "Oh no!" Nah. And you knew when you hear one of the players screaming what, what he's done, mm. you know, it, it's like, "Ah!" Oh. You just knew what was coming. I mean, the equaliser was just a, a awful punt. Mm. Yeah, and it's caught the wind and mm-hmm. awful. But I mean, I'll tell you another thing I want to mention as well: Sam Russell, that saving. You know, to give us a little bit of hope at the end of the penalty shootout. Yeah. I mean, what a save! I mean, that lad. Even I mean, got his I hand. Think, I thought it. the wind was going to blow, blow it in. Yeah, <laughs> he got his hand to it, then it hit the post. But I mean, even the lad that hit it for it was still going in after yeah. it hit his hand. So, uh, but I'd say I didn't like that player. That come on anyway. He's a bit arrogant. Uh, the number forty. <laughs> I, I didn't like him. Yeah. He was, uh, Shaq. Donaldson. Shaq. Yeah, Shaq yeah. Shaq Donaldson. Look at player to be fair. Like. Oh yeah, I will tell you who did look really good. Kingsley James, number right. four. Uh, Great player. I thought he, he looked. In the second half, he went quiet, thankfully, but uh, it doesn't make any difference because of the result. But um, in the first half, he was pulling the strings really well. 
And uh, Carl McGuinness sent a message in, following Gator is bad for your health. I would agree with that. Well, <laughs> Tell I, us about it. <laughs> I went to see my mum the day for Mother's Day, so happy Mother's Day, mum. Ah, yes, yeah. happy Mother's Day, um, oh, Happy Mother's <clears throat> Day, Ray, and happy Mother's Day to my mother, not that she'd be listening to podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Well, my mum won't either, so sorry. Um, and Carl was fast asleep, um, a pint of milk on the floor, and a half an eaten pizza. Oh, well. and, and this was like four o'clock in the afternoon, oh, so well. he's still dying. <laughs> well, yes, and uh, well, we'll see. We've got a little tale to tell Jenny later is. on about uh, Mickey's health following Gated. <laughs> uh, what happened to him yesterday? Um, and I'd like to thank Hutchie and a few others who actually asked if I was Irish, which is more than I can say for the Tramia Stewart. Well, well, we'll we're going to find out more <clears throat> in depth later on. Um, Graham Gregg feels like the end of the season after this week. Halifax away, hard fought but fair uh, draw, but uh, gutted by the. Halifax was two goals, defending awful, left after the third, once uh, I got my my frozen legs moving again, can't see us picking up until uh, we get out of the international stadium. Or win the next ten games or so. So it's a bit of a difference. Win yeah. next to get ten games uh, or yeah. believe. <laughs> well <laughs> Yeah, it's uh well is the seat I mean do class the season is over? I mean, there's still lots no. to play for. It's not at all over. But I don't think so. I think, me personally, I'm not going to get excited about the playoffs and, uh, uh, but, un- until we're in there and it was the last game of the season. I, I, otherwise, I'm you know I just for me, I, I'm just going to take it as it comes. I just think we need to finish as high as possible. Yeah, because is, is it still right that the higher you finish, the more money you get? Yeah, well, 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 league, I think so. Yeah, yeah, but to me, we've still got we've got to play some teams there that are vying for the playoffs we could we've got a big say we've got a say in in what happens I've got a tweet here just speaking of obviously kicking on for the rest of the season Um, John Thornton has said I thought I'd tweet for a change let's hope the two defeats help us kick on for the rest of the season yeah, maybe this is a kick up I mean, the backside that we need. I mean, one thing was mentioned. You said the players looked a bit leggy. I mean, you've got to yeah. remember, there's awful conditions. Oh, freezing coming up now. Freezing cold, mm. and we, we played you know 120 minutes plus the, the you know. Me personally, I hope Altenham is called off on Tuesday to give the players a rest because mm-hmm. that's a lot of games in a very oh, few days. That's it. Even before I went, I was like standing at the Civic Centre on Saturday morning. I was talking to the lads, and that was my biggest fear. Mm. When, before we'd even left. Yeah. He says, I'm worried about have we got the legs for yeah, this game. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you, Ryan Bowman looked, didn't look uh, 100%, obviously, when he came off, and it seemed to be the case when um, he didn't play, he wasn't in the match day squad on Saturday. I noticed when he came off, he must have been, he must have been uh, sore. For, I mean, it's freezing cold, and they give him an ice pack. Mm. I don't know if it was uh, for his hamstring or for the knee. But uh, you know, he must have been in some pain if he took he took the ice pack as well. Mm. You know, what I mean, in them conditions. I mean, I know you've got to try and uh, you know yeah. nurse yourself through these things. But you know, oh. and they read the team out yesterday because when the the fans were, which was like a marquee, and uh, they read the team out, and there was Nate Bowman on. Oh no, <laughs> my first. Aye, but. If he can't help it if he's injured, can you really? I mean, in hindsight, I mean, during that game, I would like to have seen John Shaw come on earlier. I thought we could have done with him, you know, earlier in the second half. But that's, that's hindsight, and we've all got mm. our own our own thoughts and views about that. Um, Sam Pellant's put poor defending in all three games. Their equaliser should have been stopped. Uh, sorry, all th- oh, yeah, sorry, all three all three goals. Uh, their equaliser should have been stopped, and as the cross shouldn't have come in, and we need to stop start killing off games. Do you think Clark and Curtis would be in Aspen's plans next year? 
Well, who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Uh, he's, I think he said himself, anybody is um, no, nobody's safe, really. I think everyone's playing for the future at the club. Mm. And um, we know, well, as I say, they've definitely improved since he's come. Um, you know, mm. they've, they've, since they've got the competition all over, there's competition all over the park. No one's guaranteed a place. Uh, I've got to admit, like, I like to look a bit more. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. Dan Bell has put CJ looked exhausted yesterday. The he lad did. needs a rest. No, he was he was just completely shut. He was exhausted. Well, mm-hmm. that was exhausted. He just never got in the game. I don't he know. took a few knocks on Wednesday night as well. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> but that's that's man's football. You yeah. know, if he's, he's going to be playing first team football. <coughs> that's what's going to happen. And Sam's also sent in another message. Poor weather conditions, freezing cold in the stands. But big credit everyone that turned out on Wednesday, including 103 travelling France from Halifax. Yeah, well, say they didn't. Yeah. Me personally, and it was bad weather, kind of thing, blah blah. But there should have been more there. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. It was a replay, but I thought it was a poor. Yeah. Poor. I thought there would have been over a thousand. What was it? Just over seven hundred. Seven hundred and twenty-five. So if you think what six hundred Gateshead yeah. fans, well, that's well, just under six hundred. Mm. See, and with a yeah. couple of couple matches away from Wembley, how yeah. it say? Yeah. I, I was you really honestly, need I, to get behind the club because if you think if I'd have got through in the second leg, there would have been close to four thousand mm-hmm. there. And you, mm-hmm. the, you what you call Newcastle would have been on everybody's tellies, man. Yeah, um, it's uh, yeah. I, I was a little bit disappointed. I must say, mm-hmm. like it was, uh, it was poor. But that brings us on to the topic for later on as well. What do you think the club could do more? Of course, they are doing more on in, on the internet, uh, on Twitter and Facebook. It is good, but the stand showed the truth. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's just that's. It's yeah. uh, to be honest, the club are they're trying, trying, trying. Yeah, they're yeah. bringing out new posters, they're advertising the games more. But what else can you do? Yeah, well, that's why. Unless you bring out, bring in someone who's like a professional advertiser or whatever, mm-hmm. and them cost a hell of a lot of money. Certainly do. do you know what I mean? That's why we're putting the question out there to the fans, mm-hmm. and um, they say you can send in their messages. Uh, Neil Smith, uh, the course of. The, Man of the photographer. Oh, I didn't envy him on Wednesday night. No, I was just about to say, he's down there with his camera pitch side. He's put, Wednesday was cold and wet night times, and I thought the conditions affected the players, but we were poor in uh, the half compared, uh, poor in the second half compared to the first half. I thought, I thought we're better, second half. Yeah. Um, I thought we started brightly, and I thought Halifax took over for a good 20 minutes in the in the first half. Mm-hmm. They got the goal, and we for a while we couldn't get the bar back. Well, in the first half, I thought, as I said, that Kingsley James, he was sitting a, l- a lot deeper in the second half, trying to you know get the ball and dictate the play. I think that was due to the weather conditions and the way the way the wind was. But in the first half, I thought he was. Uh, they were quite good. You know, I, I thought we we come alive a little bit in the second half, but then conditions affected it, as we know. So, so once we got the second goal, I thought we're going to get on. Yeah, the way we were playing, I thought we we're going to get on, and like I say, we missed out all the chances. I thought we were going to absolutely slaughter them. Yeah, well, as I say, well... <laughs> Obviously it didn't, though. Yeah, that was definitely the way the cookie crumbled. Well, um, as I say, if you're new to the podcast, I say this every week, you can download us and listen to us at your leisure. So if you're just tuning in, you want to find out why we're crying earlier at the beginning of the show and why we're going to be crying all the way through it, <laughs> um, you can download us from Spreaker or from iTunes, and this is how you do it. Back 
Thanks to our friends at Trade Prince Solutions. You can download the podcast whenever and wherever you like. So if you've just joined the show or you're new to the show and you'd like to listen to previous episodes, what you have missed, fear not, it is so simple to do. You can sign in with your Facebook account on your Spreaker app or on the Spreaker website and click download. Or if you're an iTunes user, you can subscribe to our podcast and after every episode, it will download to your device. So please tell your friends and remember that if you miss us live, fear not, you can hear us anytime, wherever you like. And, uh, well, that is how you download us, and please do so. Um, just a little bit of information. We have had over 20,000 listeners to the podcast now worldwide, so keep doing that. I mean, if you think uh, well, we're only getting close to a 1,000 games and less than that, it's uh, quite an achievement for us to have done that and we're still reaching out around the world and attracting new fans. Like the Russian Heat Army who retweeted the uh, show tonight. So if you're listening in Russia, send us a message. We'd love to know. And we might... You can even send Calling it in Russian. Russia. Yeah, you can... Can I please have your points? Yeah. <laughs> you can even send it in Russian. We'll translate it on the Google. Make he's fluent. It's Flemish, that, in the morning. Uh, Anne Scurfield, uh, anyone read the article from Graham Wood in the Chronicle during the week? Very interesting read. Now, I've seen no, a few because people... it was written by Jeff Bowen. Ah, so, so, so you didn't look at that. Uh, he's been made on president. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah. So um, it's nice to say that. Well been a little bit of a gripe of mine for many years that our club president before that former chairman uh, John Gibson who had only been to two games in yeah, nigh on 20 years and one of that was a guest of Luton and I thought it was a disgrace which I'd, you know, I'd say to his face if i seen him, disgrace, club president and you, you slagged us off in the papers and you only come as a guest of Luton to a gated game, well thank you very much so I'm glad close. that was through Malcolm McDonald yes, and I'm glad we have a club president that deserves to be club president. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, um, Graham, obviously friend of the podcast and legend. That's he always will be. The th- the memories he's gave us. Still and got me t-shirt with his face on in my cupboard. Yeah. I've got it hanging on a new wardrobe actually. Mm, well, little insight. Where's yours, Dave? I haven't got one. I didn't <sighs> get one. A little in- a little insight into Mickey's bedroom there. No, <laughs> well, you see, I knew one day would get rid of Mills, so I didn't want a Mills one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, John Thornton but shame the players couldn't come to more supporters events uh, as a question for the answers session well that's another that did you know that's been a that must be a factor I know we've had a change of managers um, but you know in previous years we've, we've, we've had not bad events good turnouts I mean you'd look at the earlier this season at the Welcome. Aladdin Club season before at the Swallow Sol- Club, Sol- I, Club you had yeah. over 100 fans at each um, good nights not being built on by the, the club as well as the supporters club well, and the supporters club we've yep. got to take some of the mm-hmm. um, but we're not having a go at the supporters club oh. you know because obviously the people that do it um it's yeah. a hard job and to be yeah. honest there's not many people are prepared to take the job on as well so speaking from someone who's done it being vice chairman and acting chairman it's an absolutely thankless task mm. Yep. You try your best to do things for people and they say, well, why haven't you do this? Why haven't you do that? And they say, well, come give a hand. Mm-hmm. And they turn the back and walk. And, well, they didn't walk, they run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vertigy ideas, let you do the graft. Yeah. 
I mean, this, this, that's why I posed the question at the top of the show. What do you think the fans could do more? Personally, I think the club should have a member who kind of interacts with the sports club more. It doesn't seem to be that person mm-hmm. that that put themselves forward from the club. Well, uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you understand I, what I mean? I understand like, what you mean. I, th- I think the club are very would want the supporters club to be more active do, as well. Yeah. They do. Yeah, we know, we yeah, know that. Uh, that's... Um, but as I say, I think it's it, it can be dealt with on both sides, I think, as well. I think you know the club shop has vastly improved with the array of things, but mm-hmm. I, I would still put the cost and maybe some of the products, uh, not questioned, you know, like this... this the Sondigo stuff's great, but twenty-eight pound for a t-shirt, yeah. I, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of money, you know. And you know, you expect to be paying that range for a shirt. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's lots of avenues to go down. You know, I mean, did someone say you can buy an umbrella at the game, but you can't take it into the game? Um, you know, that just silly little things. You pay twenty-eight pound. I think it is twenty-eight pound for oh, the it's umbrella. An expensive umbrella. Uh, expensive <laughs> umbrella, but you can't take it with you. Um, you can't take a umbrella into the ground. Worst. You know, silly little things. It'd they, be interesting to see how many umbrellas have sold because I can't imagine we've uh-huh. um, you know, uh, when by any means we know that the club. Listen, we're not having a, a dig we're at anything. No, today. definitely. We're not. just we're just you know opening a, a discussion for everyone to think a forum to what people think could be done on both sides, which is great. Yeah. And we, we we invite the club on to talk about it, and they're always welcome to join us. I know one thing. My mother was kicking off when she was back over here. Um, she was kicking off. She had to pay six quid in new look for a brolly. Because mm-hmm. there was none left in Primark, <laughs> <laughs> and she was kicking off at about six quid. Do you think if my mother's not prepared to pay six quid, who the hell is going to pay mm. twenty eight quid for a brolly? Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. as I say, I mean, obviously you know you can stock them, and there'll yeah. be a good present for someone. You know, like if someone plays golf, it's a big golf uh, umbrella. It's uh, great, yeah. but you know, for a football crowd, <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, I mean, sell them to Groomsby, they can bash each other with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But as I say, we um we have got um a message from Sam Penn. Actually, there's one higher up. Actually, I'll get that. This one is from Graham Gregg, and we're oh, getting lots and lots of their messages there. Um, just not good enough compared to Dover, Braintree, Aspen will probably uh gut the squad and. Oh, sorry, one second. And we can judge him on his own players. Can't fault the effort. Uh, lacking in areas. Seven hundred fans was um. Poop, to put it in a better word, um, on Wednesday night. So yeah, uh, mm. that's the thing about the FA Trophy, though. You have the you don't have long to advertise, do you? Yeah, no. And uh, you got to remember, you had. See, I, I personally thought it would have been a week later. I, yeah. you know, I didn't think it was going to be you know three days later, and yeah, four well, days later. They normally do it any, anyway, but I mean, you've got uh, you had Sunderland playing on the Tuesday, Newcastle playing on the Wednesday. Why not hiding and out anyway? Mm-hmm. Because the Sunderland fans who have got a season ticket there, they're going to spend the money there, going on a few beers. Yeah, I mean money's money doesn't grow on trees, you know. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So yeah, and um, we've got Ant Scurfield, but Greenwood stated that he would have stayed if a buyer wasn't found, but with a different budget, guest part time. Yeah, I think we we kind of knew that. It was a. Not a secret, but it wasn't a major thing talked about. Because obviously, Ant said there as well on the chat facility that last season we lost 600 grand, apparently. But if you read properly, it's actually Graham Wood put his yeah. own money in there, but didn't actually lose six grand, uh, 600 grand, sorry. Yeah. Um, which we know Graham's put money in a club before, and I know the Bennett have put money in yeah. personally. So it's like, well, oh, we have, and we've been extremely lucky with owners mm-hmm. the past few seasons. 
But obviously, we all know Graham couldn't carry on as things were, and Richard and Julie's taken over, mm-hmm. um, which we're thankful for. Um, but something needs to be done. You know, and the main thing is attendances. Yeah. Um, well, this is a message um, say on the forum that we've opened up now to talk about um, about uh, you know what can be done by the club, what can be done by the fans, you know, um, to. to, to do our bit. We know, we know we've got to do That's what the podcast is here for, to do that. And uh, Dan Bellis, but what would you think about the idea of a temporary stand behind the goal? Could it work? A lot of people have spoke um, and seemed to put off by the running track. Personally, um, I'm not really bothered by it. Well, met about 12 years ago, or maybe a little bit longer, the Falcons were playing at the National Stadium and they erected um, temporary stands behind the goals. Um I think money-wise, it would probably cost a lot in insurance. I don't think the stadium would want to do it because it it would hamper their other events. Um, you know, if the athletics training and things, it would be in the way of where they put the javelin and things like that. Mm-hmm. And also, as well, it, it the extra cost in student because oh, yeah. you know, it's still got them stands open. It, and you've seen what happens to that roof across the other side of the um, stadium. You know, <laughs> that's permanent. That roof. Yeah by the way, and it, you know, and that breaks. I it was so <laughs> the wind side. howls through the stadium, as you know, it, it's a wind trap. It comes up off the river and straight through. So if you're going to put temporary stands there, mm. you're just asking for trouble. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's my opinion, but... It's not only that, it's going to be freaking Baltic. Oh, I are nah. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I didn't really want to be sitting there in a and, uh, gale. As I say, a good friend of ours and friend of the podcast, Dave Allen, has put evening lads, talking about the supporters club, I tried to get a, a night to meet Neil Aspen and messaged into you when Richard was in the studio asking about it. As I say, well, yep, yeah, yep, this is uh, that's all we can talk about when we're still waiting for... Uh, it's over a month now for being able to get content for the show, club interviews and things, and um, uh, it hasn't happened yet. Uh, so you say we, we can only ask, but we don't want to keep don't asking. Don't, don't want to push you know, it. Yeah, don't want to push it, and also as well, we don't want to go over begging bowl uh, to keep. You know, it's, it's a number of years now. Um, you know, and here we are. Um, Sam Pendleton, there was an issue. Uh, sorry, there was an issue with. with sorry. Which Stuart with stewards and Eastley fans uh, to remove their flags when they pulled uh, played us on Tuesday night. Aye, I heard about that. Um, and I thought they should have been allowed to keep their flags on the seats. <clears throat> they travelled all that way and um, put their and were told to put the flags away. Silly little thing which shouldn't have happened. Yeah, um, absolutely pathetic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I get stewards like that all around the country like we, we know from past it's experiences a, it's a letter of the law but it, you no, know. The steward, the <laughs> me, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have given monkeys I, 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 I can see both sides I mean the stewards are told what the laws are but you think they could come to a compromise and move yeah. them to where there wasn't any seats I know I know but it's their job they're going to get sacked or fined if they don't do, you know they might have the assessors there and things like that but that, that's one of them things but yeah hey I'll take what uh, hats off to Eastley though Great following mm. on oh, a Tuesday oh, night. Yeah, excellent. You know, um, just to, well. It was I'm, great that we beat them. Though. Oh, it was, yeah. I was just, <laughs> just, just about to say that. Um, money does grow on trees. Made of paper, £5 notes and £10 notes, etc. All made of paper. That's from John Thornton. <laughs> well, thanks for you that. You tell Mickey. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, yeah. Stick that in your pipe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wouldn't even dignify it with an answer, John. Uh, well, we're going to play a message from our friends at, Nor- um, at not Northern Prince at um, Sylvester Properties. So have a little listen to this, and when we come back, we're going to talk about Mickey's trips at the weekend. He didn't just have one to Tramia; he had one at Tramia. So when we come back, we're going to hear all about that. <laughs> 
Sylvester Properties is one of the fastest growing estate agents in the northeast. At Sylvester Properties, they don't just put a board up outside of your house and hope for the best. They are specialists in social media marketing, using an array of online resources to find the best buyer or tenant for your property. As an innovative up-and-coming company, we know that one size does not fit all, so each of their packages is tailor-made to suit your needs and preferences. Whether looking to sell, rent or invest in a property, Sylvester Properties has the customer service skills, property marketing, expertise and resources to get you the best results in record time. Contact one of our team on 01207 26 2111 or alternatively on 0191 500 5252. And you're back with us, and um, we've got a message from Sam Pendleton. And he's put, Is there a quiz tonight, lads? No, there isn't. Out of respect for the the, the, the heed quiz. Um, oh, no, how are how Come on. No, he's well, he was a real quite idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because some idiot watched the UFC last night and then fell, fell asleep, asleep this, this afternoon. afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> so that's why there isn't a quiz, but also out of respect yeah, to yeah. the great Dave Allen, who I'm sure will get on here to re- who can bring us some of his quiz magic. Yeah, you've not had Dave on for a while, so yeah. you need Dave needs to come well, back. Well, I think we'd love to have Dave in with us because um, he does a lot. And um, Graham Gregg has put, not attracting younger fans, more work with schools, more promotions, stadium doesn't help, no easy solutions due to cost. Um, one second, can't make money out of catering, atmosphere dead unless we get uh, 1,200 fans plus. Me personally, I've got an idea for the club, just mm-hmm. to put it out there. Next season, cheap season tickets for under 16s. Well, well, not just that. I mean, because Harden Hartley pulled on that. Well, that's what I was going to bring up. Hartley pulled. They did a season ticket for a hundred pounds, mm-hmm. and they doubled their attendance. Mm-hmm. Now, I know. If, say if you double it, if you slash it by half, say one hundred and fifty pound, mm-hmm. right? You're getting double the amount of fans. Hopefully, you know, you would think that. But you're, then you're getting them hooked, and then say ten percent off the shop, and, and it would bring its own thing. But wouldn't, wouldn't it be better if you're making the same? I know, I know it, 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 it's a business at the end of the day, mm-hmm. but would it not be better to have? 1800 fans there every week guaranteed and make roughly about the same amount of money maybe a little bit more yeah, exactly. than sitting there with 700 yeah you know that it, one of them things it's a promotion and things are going tits up across the river at newcastle united mm-hmm. so what would it be like if all of a sudden in the summer build with us next year 150 mm-hmm. you're getting you know x amount i'm i'm just spitting out a, a price there yeah. i'm not you know not telling the club to do anything by any means another but, but wouldn't that look look at the the the, the the um the frenzy it made for Hartlepool, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 uh, they had four thousand there. I think did they have three and a half thousand season ticket holders? You see, if we can hit the a thousand mark mm-hmm. in season tickets, mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. sell them at X amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's it. You know, it'd be another option. I, I don't know how this would work, but but at the end of the day, uh, we're gonna pay wages. So. Yeah, oh yes, another option for me personally, if. Because people can't afford that. So but what people what's, can't afford what's, that what's, kind what's of money? What's better, a hundred odd season tickets mm. or, or uh, uh, you know a few hundred uh, and making a bit more money? Uh, that, that, you know that, that's that's if people. Sell, but, but even if it goes down to one hundred and fifty, a lot of people can't afford that kind of money straight away. True. So true. what about a payment scheme? Because I know they do one for three months. What about one for over the full season? Uh, you mm. can't actually do it. Um, I did get told this because I mm. asked this. Um, I think it was Graham Wood mentioned it, didn't he? You can only do it for so long, right? Because mm. it's got it's something to do with um, like a business thing. You can't have so much credit. Uh, yeah, it's quite 
in depth and and also I, I, I think really it, does, that, does it not also interact with the prices for the league throughout the season if you're paying staggered over amount of time when mm-hmm. I, I, I may be wrong yeah, but yeah. Um, James M. Gowland as per, I wouldn't erect the temporary stand behind the goals but if we could fill the south stand behind the goal and make it a continental style atmosphere with flares <laughs> we'll have flares um, <laughs> where'd you buy them uh, big tiffo banners to display it and uh, it would be unreal uh, never happened though I'll tell you what like if we played our Games from April to September, I would probably agree. Would do that. It'd be nice. Knee, knee roof, knee roof. You know, but um, on a Tuesday, on a Tuesday with a wind blowing straight. Yeah. Um, and uh, Dave Allen has put missed the first ten minutes of the quiz. What was said about the quiz? Well, Dave, um, which to recap, we just um, that's why we're saying what can the fans do more? And what can the club do more? Um, sadly, the demise of the quiz at the Green Nags Head has happened due to the lack of numbers. It's not through the event not being good. It's absolutely fantastic. It's a great night. Um, like I say, as I say for myself, I, I could only get there when I could, and especially when I was laid up in the operation, things, my mum being bad, I haven't been able to get there when I've wanted to. And it's just one of those things. So, uh, as I say, I, I'd like to take my hat off to Dave because he's raised a lot of money for the club. Also with the extra heat campaign, which is sadly, uh, Dave is not going to be doing um, the, the, the shirts and things anymore as well um, so we're not playing those adverts so that that was all we're talking about there Dave and that's why we're going to put it back out to the fans there have you got any ideas about what the club could do and what we could do as fans as well let's see how many suggestions from fans mm-hmm. who listen to the show what they would like to see the club do yeah I mean because because it's the it's the fans that are the loudest voice yeah let's and, be honest and we, we know because we, we spoke to people at the club that have been on the podcast they've asked us about certain things we've talked about they do listen to the podcast mm-hmm. so your ideas will be heard so do I mean as I say I, I don't want to ruffle any feathers but as, as you mentioned about the Hartlepool thing I was going to bring that up I think that might be something that would generate a lot of hype on Tyneside cheap football at a national level and yeah. mm-hmm. seeing a team build, building and for next year building for the future and play, loads of players say that the more fans there is the better they play yeah. like the the spirits are lifted mm-hmm. yeah. stuff like that what, how good that would that be mm-hmm. over a thousand fans week in week out supporting Gateshead watching them win the league yeah. And, and let's all, be honest, it'll oh, be yeah. amazing. Also, as well, just to mention what James and Gowland put there about making like maybe like a partisan part of the stadium where you'd have. We've already got that. We've got the we've got the we've got the clothesline. Clothesline, and you've you've got to get up there, and you've got to get behind it. It it has it. You know that's when flat. And and I know people say, well, it's moved along the stand. That's a load of rubbish. Load of rubbish. You know what I mean? I think it's louder. Like when when it first moved, it still has the same amount of fans there, and it was louder. I don't know because acoustics or whatever, but. It is good crack up there. Yeah, as I say, that it, it, we've got that already. That that part that stands already there, the, the singing part. We make it's it, there to stay. It, it's there in to, that position. Yeah, it's there to stay. Make make use of it. You know, that's what I'm saying. That, that, that's what I'm saying. It, we can all say about what can the club can do, but that's why we're posing the question: What can the fans do? Yeah, that's what we want to know. And please give us your suggestions because it's easy for everyone to say, "Oh, well, the club's not doing enough." What, what, what are we doing? What the fans do? What exactly. support, supporters club without being Nasty. We're not slating anyone in the supporters club. The people that are running it, or the people that are, have took the time out to do it, and you know, but it, 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 it's on its ass. It's on its ass. You know, we're not we're not getting events, but there's that for you know, we need the club to help there as well. You know, we haven't met Neil Aspin. It's a two way street, you know. You know what I mean? That's why we want to have an interview with him, so the fans could get to know the real Neil Aspin. Mm-hmm. You know, we are going to ask. We're not going to ask daft questions, but we're going to sit down and have a, a, a chat with a man. You mm-hmm. know, but we're kind of do that at the minute. So we're just trying to get ideas out there 
And um, Trish Wilson I like, has... Oh, sorry, just before sorry, we yeah. go on that, I like Graham's, Graham Gregg's comment. Cardboard cutout fans. Yeah. <laughs> Might be good, yeah. Was, was mini speakers behind Do you know what them I mean? all. But stuff like that, little stuff things, mm-hmm. it's publicity. Yeah. And it's not as if it's bad publicity, because, mm-hmm. what, let's, let's be honest, if that gets in the paper... Cardboard cloud fans. Yeah. Fans are want to come no, and see them. No, I mean, not, it's daft, daft publicity. Well, I mean, we've, but got, we've got a message from Trish, because um, as I say, the, the show's flying by and we want to get all these messages read, uh, read out. Uh, Trish, but I hope that the control the club's... Uh, sorry, I hope that those that control the club's finances listen to the ideas coming through about how to increase numbers. Thank you, Dave, for a great quiz night. And... Um, we uh, need to go out uh, as reigning champions. Also, Dad, I think she wants an extra quiz. I think she oh, wants to win. No, no, she, we go out. As oh, we go, we go out. Oh, I didn't, Trish. I didn't think you were that brainy, pet. Did you enjoy um, your scones? More to the point, Trish. Yeah, so he joins. He's taking scones for ladies at the match. You know, he's a right gigolo. Um, and Davis put haha, fa- uh, good one, Trish. So yeah, as I say, come on. There's still 15 minutes to want to know what is happening. Uh, what you think could be done for the club? I mean, I've said it to the lads here. Yeah, I've been to quite a few Newcastle Eagles games this season and what they do with the kids um, during like I know they've got more breaks in a game but we've got a longer half time and you know there's things that can be done and things that can be learned we've got to look out there and you know sports club as well not just club and and see what we can do I mean they're always talking about having a family part of the stand Mm -hmm. now I think it's kind of known that that is in front of where the press boxes are towards the um, south end of the stadium you know and Mm -hmm. What there could be something in front of there. I mean, just at the Eagles, for example, they have a half-time thing where everyone buys a duck. I mean, I know you can't probably do this at a football ground and chuck a duck out the stand, a rubber duck, not a real one. <laughs> Imagine that, like kids, kids wrecking a drake, wrecking a <laughs> bring drake, bringing a drake, bring them hens back that was on uh, Jamie uh, Curtis's yeah. testimonial. But, <laughs> but you know, there's, there's there's ways and means of doing things and without having a mass migration because obviously that you, know, you couldn't do that that you can at the basketball. But there's things to be done and things to be learned. And um, just on that kind of uh, subject, um, Sam Pennant's put, what happened to the community project and our community officer? Could we not try to get the community involved in some way, fun days and reduced away ticket prices? Well, um, let's say we we know our uh, community officer left, uh, she's working at South Shields now um, and doing lots of events there. What JJ is partly doing as well. Yes, that's I'd say the walk in football is a start of that I would say and it's very successful and that, does, I, does anyone know how the two teams got on at the Yes, um off the top of my head, one one of the teams got uh, um the second round I think and the other one got the semi final so or quarter final. So good on them, great for representing the club. Excellent. Yeah, um, we've got a message that has come in from Dan Bell. Maybe we could stick up more advertising around the town itself, i.e. match posters you see online being printed out and put on notice board, shop windows, etc. Well, this has been a, a real... To. It used to happen um, when we got into the conference and conference north season. It was absolutely fantastic. It was um, you know all you, over the pubs in Lower Fairly. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, shop I remember that. And that, that, that stopped. Uh, Even know, in... Even in Houston uh, when I was living up there, well, I think that was Dave who was putting it in. <laughs> yeah, but but you couldn't go anywhere without seeing oh, yeah. a gator badge and having people talk about. It. We need to generate that again, and mm-hmm. you know, the, definitely that's something the club could definitely look into, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there will be. Um, but yeah, I mean, say we, we. Let's be honest, we've got fans all around Gator. Yeah, I mean, uh, we know ourselves from the, the posters we got made for the the podcast, and we're going to be getting some new ones made as well shortly, and flyers as well to try and advertise it more that the response does work. I mean, we, you, we can put them out and you can see the listener difference. Yeah, them at Courty Road when yeah. I was up there. Mm. So. 
I mean, you can, if even if you got, I mean, we've got the where I live, we've got the Sterling House. Yeah. Mm. I mean, well, uh, just just um, on about what could be done with their kids and stuff, making the family thing is a. Um, you could have kids taking penalties against the mascots at half time, uh, like they do at Newcastle. So it'd be pens kids against Rooney the Goat. You know, um, it's an idea. Ro- Ro- I've heard Rooney the Goat's class and grow. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, he's, he's limbering up now. He's limbering up. Um, but yeah, I mean that's an idea. They say keep them coming in. Things like that. James M. Gowland love the clothesline. I often stand there or near. Uh, when I go to home games, mostly young lads, but they're uh, the future, I guess. A couple of young lads usually recognise me when I turn up. Oh, look at him, big head. <laughs> um, I often have a bit of crack. One second. He has him who comes up with the silly questions on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Sorry, a bit of crack. Um, one of them lives uh, north of the river and gets me uh, gets on the same metro as me home. Well, I think that's a stalker, that. Trish has put the scones were uh, nice, thanks. Just uh, nice. Not, not lovely, just no, nice. Exactly. Just nice. <laughs> There's lots of messages coming in at the minute. Uh, one second, just jumped up on the chat facility there. Um, I, I read it before, it says, um, should put them in our shoes to keep our feet warm. All oh, right, well, there we go. Um, Mick Scully has sent in a message tonight. Ah, just whack me elbow. Uh, <laughs> that's not, that's uh, not in the message. I was Mick Scully has put, how about schools penalty kick competition throughout the season, different age groups, the penalties can be taken uh, pre-kick-off or at half-time, uh, any kids taking part with one parent get a free entry to the game, or wouldn't gain uh, anything from gate receipts for that, but there's uh, a bond with the kids, uh, and get a big ho- uh, get the bug and want to come back, well that's, yeah, definitely, you know, that, that'd, that'd be something. Um, yeah, and I mean... Just talking what I said earlier on about when we said what maybe about the supporters club. I mean, as Dave mentioned, they tried to get a talk in with uh, Neil Aspen. We've seen the success of the one pre-season with uh, Greenwood and the Bennett and uh, Malcolm Crosby. It was a great night. There's, there's no reason why we can't do that again. You know, it's you know these things are there to be explored. If we want to build, you know, I've got an idea. What about uh, players who are injured, for example, just like kind of just before kick off, wandering around the concourse, signing autographs, well, getting that, pictures with kids? That's, well, that's another idea. That's something I, I said to um, Alicia when she just was a couple, community, of, couple of community players, officer. Do you know what I mean? You know, they, they said they were on about having a shop down there. They could have a, a community bit, they could have, you know, them pop up um, uh, the, the poster things, you know, where you can just pull up, have a photo taken with the players, you know, the injured players, as you say, signing. Get some uh, match day photos printed. I'm, I'm sure there's a photographer that sells uh, photos. Very, get them signed. Very good. But, Donate. You know, yeah, and you, could, you know, there's, 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 get the match day experience there. Get people to know the club. That's why we want interviews for mm. people to get to know the players. We're not like Newcastle United or Manchester United. We know that people aren't going to come along regardless. They don't get to see players on TV and interviews. We're going. That's why we want to try and integrate the fans and the club. You know, the, the players mm. to have that family bond because that's what it used to be like years ago and that's what keeps people coming back if if they can go to the play hello James and like James, you know just say hello back at the minute it's 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 one of those things where at the minute it's a them and us type of thing it feels on a match day and well I'll just cut in there where's the first place the players go after they're finished the culprit exactly where did the players used to go when we used to go in the ball in the ball yeah mm. 
But um, also, James M. Gowland has sent sent a uh, message. He's put, um, would radio advertising be too expensive or a few billboards in prime locations uh, would do our own online radio commentary to help get people interested? Didn't get us started on that. Um, <laughs> it's uh, not like we're having tried. Yeah. Um, as I say, it's a lot uh, of setup and everything, isn't it? Well, it's not it just could, that. It could be it done. Could be, it could be done this week. Uh, like, um, no, I'm not being cocky, but we've got you know if they wanted uh, online commentary for reserve games for youth games for home games away games everything could be there you know it can be done um, but you know it's not for us to go and suggest it's for the club to get their things in order mm-hmm. I mean just to, from our point of view there's only two media outlets and that's the club and uh, Radio Newcastle yeah. we'd be snuggered with it Razor yeah exactly mm-hmm. now you know See, we want to get in on the action, not because we, we don't make any money out of this, it's costing, I wouldn't like to tell you how much money it's cost us to do this. We, you know, we, we just want to get things out there, and that's that's the, you know, we're doing it for the love of the club, and I think maybe that gets lost in translation sometimes in different areas. So, yes, um, it's got lots of messages coming in. Have we got any tweets? No. no, no it's only John Thornton tweeting us tonight. Is it? And we've That's got a new follower as well. Sean Brown. Uh, welcome, Sean Brown. And, um, right, uh, Graham Gregg, what are we doing with our big sponsor into uh, into in one of Europe's be- biggest shopping centre? We need uh, a dynamic, forward-thinking person to lead this. Yeah, well, I thought there was going to be posters up in the Metro Centre. We heard that when we first lined up with them. And there was things like that. There was the odd, there was the photo shooting the Into magazine. And things like that, but and it just mm. seems to have went a little bit quiet on that front. I don't uh, know. I haven't seen anything advertised no. by Intu actually. Funny yeah. enough, yeah. Um, but that's 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 not our department. That's no, a club sponsor. Right. Um, so we're very thankful that they're there. Um, we do. Dave Allen has put one last thing. I will try to get the club interested in an end of season do player of the, slash player of the season. Uh, let's have the players, manager, and owners down there drum up support, enthusiasm for next season. Well, that's that's why we're. We're posing the question: What can we do? What can the club do? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> to be honest, this podcast hasn't exactly been enthusiastic <laughs> today, does it? It, <laughs> it hasn't. But as I say, it's not like we're we're not ripping anyone to bits. No, we're, we're, being we're, proactive. Have, we're proactive and having a, a good been, discussion. There's been a lot of ideas coming in now, which is good. Yes, right. it is. It's great. Graham Gregg has also messaged in again. He's been prolific tonight. Prolific. Yeah. He's put um, uh, got to get where fans are. Schools, shops, cinema. Tesco promotions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy some eggs, come to Gateshead. Um, nah, I'm joking. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't, let's let's egg. Yeah. Nah, I'm only joking. It's, it's, it's got Ben Clock's face on every egg. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is an idea. Isn't it? No, 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 no. We're not taking to make it. Get your we're, ginger eggs. Yeah, we're, no, we're not taking to make it. Uh, Graham's idea. It's, it's good. Uh, we have an am- uh, an amateur commercial arm, very old fashioned and out of date. Um, no comment. Um, Sam Pendleton, we have a different local football teams being chosen. Ball boys each week. Could we have build bridges with them, local clubs, youth yeah. clubs, and community? I think they are doing, they they are trying, doing that. Yeah, they are yeah, trying their best to do that. They certainly um, are. Um, not about the season tickets. Yep. Um, I'm not just doing it because I take Tony now and again. If you're going to have a family section, why don't you have a family season ticket? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Mm-hmm. As I say, it, it, 
I mean, we, we don't know what the club are doing behind the scenes. They may already be planning things along yeah. these lines, but it's just, you know, we're getting, the, getting it out there, getting fans talking, because that's what we're here for, to get fans talking in a productive way. I mean, whether it's about bad things or good things, you know, you've got to be able to talk about it in the right manner, and I think that's what we're doing tonight. And and Tony so, likes it on the clothesline anyway, so she wouldn't be able to get them. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, one second. Let's have a look. <laughs> well... <laughs> We've got um, what is Gated, what's Gated fans' favourite thing? Alcohol and football. Bring back the one pound bulmers. Uh, they'll come in their droves. Um, yeah. I said corner. No, no that's, <laughs> yeah. Um, I but let's be honest, that was out of date bulmers. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, you got it. Was bad for the week. But yeah. I thought it was brilliant. You got a hangover and diarrhoea. Um, <laughs> James M. Gowland has put, I was in Germany the other summer and Schalke sell Schalke branded frying pans in their club shop. Wow, could you imagine a gated frying pan, huh? It's so... uh, stick to the bottom. Few, would, few, yeah. of fans, <laughs> few of our fans look like they've been hit in the face with a frying pan. And you know what it is? We've been leaving people on tender hooks. Dave Allen has put, what happened to Mickey yesterday? Now, come on, let's end the show on a high. Uh, on a high? <laughs> no, I was on a low. We're going to talk about Mickey's pain. Come on, set the scene. Well, um, me and Tony walks up the stand, quite high up in the stand. And we'll, we'll, Tony says, we'll sit here, Dad, and, and guns along the row. And, you know, the, we've got the bucket seats. Yeah. Well, one of them, the back was off. Tony says, I'll sit here. And I tried to squeeze past her. Well, you know, when you walk past, you've obviously got the back of the seat hits your leg. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't get any further. Unfortunately, I went to go past Tony. <laughs> And obviously the back of the seat wasn't there. The seat wasn't down. I put my foot in the gap and just went bang, flying. I hit the the first row in front of us. I landed on my side. I, said, I bounced off that and landed in the next row. My coffee went flying, obviously. Oh. And I smashed my ribs off the inside of the one. <laughs> off the <laughs> and this bloke turned around and says, you are it? And then uh, I think it was Alan Hutchie said, I... Are you all right? And I said, oh, well, I was a bit embarrassed, obviously. <laughs> the band screamed. So I stood up, and I didn't feel anything at the at the time. It wasn't until I actually got up and went up the stairs that I felt my ribs. Mm-hmm. And I turned around, and the, the steward from Tranmere was just standing there with the biggest freaking smirk on his face. Nasty. Just looking. And I, says, I walked up to him, and I says, yes, I'm all right. Thanks for asking. <laughs> and was the stand all right? Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was demolished. Yeah, um, but I tell you what, and, I and woke up this morning. Graham Gregg has put. I mean, so we were having a little laugh and a joke, but we weren't laughing at your ideas. But why can't the club work with Tesco in the local cinema? We have so little local awareness of the club. Well, it's funny you should hear that because I was, I meant to bring the Tranmere program with us, and I've left it in the band's bag. Um, they had a, a page where it was just full of local shops. Mm-hmm. Whether I, th- I, I can't remember how much it was, but it had all the shops. Yeah, uh, obviously Tranmere is a much bigger club than we level. Of course, I know. But they were interacting with the smaller businesses. Uh, had, even the uh, Tranmere support uh, sponsored by Home Bargains. Mm-hmm. You've got Gated, you've got Tesco's, Home Bargains, Aldi, Wilkie's, blah blah blah. Even if you went into look, go a, f- a fiver. Mm-hmm. A week, and we put make sure these are all in. There's other programs that are going around all the local pubs, and they charge a couple of quid a week. 
we put that programme in. You got any events? Yeah. We'll put them on for you yeah. in the programme. I've just had a text saying, read my Facebook message out. Um, it's important. It's off Lauren. Oh. So I don't know what this has said. I'm not very first mind. Um, um, no, no. Oh, you've I, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, sorry, like, you know, I don't really care about football. <laughs> oh, great start. But the way forward, common sense. The fans seem to do more uh, seem to do more advertising than the club. Just basic logic that the club should be doing all these suggestions. Get someone in that knows what they're doing if they don't. So, and that's someone looking in from the outside. Yeah. So, um, yeah. she's got a point. Um, well, well, I've got to say it's just right. Uh, you know you may have noticed <laughs> if you're on the Heed Army podcast live page on Facebook um, that we've had, uh, well, a, a Heed traveller. He's been to Ayers Rock. He's been to Tasmania. He's been all over. Um, and he's been... Uh, and he's been singing the Monster Mash Australia. all around the world. All around Australia. <laughs> um, the, the great Ken Richardson has posted a photo today. He's on the tourist boat just under the Sydney Harbour Bridge in his gated top. And he's been having his photo taken in his gated top all around Australia, all the landmarks. Great Barrier Reef as well in his gated mm-hmm. top. So well done, Do you know Ken. what you should, you should get in contact with into Metro Centre saying, look, I've been advertising you yeah, around the world. Is, is that, you know what is Actually, it? that should be uh, retweeted uh, to the... Yeah, well, that would be you notice know, that would be a good little thing for the magazine that should yeah, yeah. someone's uh, advertising their yeah. shop right round the their shopping centre right round the world. Uh, if, um, if you can get that, I would put that in a tweet and send it into Metro Centre. Yeah, well, we'll do. In fact, we'll get a collage of all the all the pictures collected yeah. together. We'll do that. Um, so yeah, um, well, as I said, it's, the shows flew by and we didn't have the quiz. We've went a little bit over time actually. Uh, Forest <gasps> Green, um, I look forward to it. Well. Yeah, Forest Green, look forward to, but hopefully not them as well. Um, that game we well, didn't there's, mention. There's, no, obviously, there might be like a 26 nil live type thing for Ulti. Ah, right. Because I'm sure they do theirs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Wank and Hadwick. Heard it here first. Yeah. Oh. So, so we're starting well, on a low and finishing on a low. <laughs> so, mate, have a good route around and we might be able to find company of that. Yes, I'll, hopefully. I'll tweet Berkey and see if. He knows anything yeah. about it. And um, one last uh, message. Well, I've got a couple. Um, Dave Allen's put, was it not caught on camera, Mickey? I it's think Probably on CCTV and uh, sent a snotty email to try and meet the day. I'm not bothered about me, but if that had been Tony, that would yeah. have been absolute hell on. Or even yeah. worse, me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, how would we have existed? I know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Well, anyway, let's hope. I'm, a, I'm an important member for the community. Yeah, he is. Yes. He is. Well, let's hope uh, this week. Shoplifters brigade. Let, yeah, let's, 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 let's hope on and off the pitch it gets a little bit more positive this week for Gator to the two games. And um, say I can't go to the game next week. I'm at a stag do. So I'm at work. So we're going to need a guest next week. Yeah, basically, we need, we, need, we need a guest next week, and also want you to send any messages as you have done tonight. So thank you very much. Thank you for all your messages. It's been a constructive and. Uh, I think positive uh, ideas show should we say yeah, uh, I, I think it's not a bad, bad idea to um, put a few suggestions out there and the yep. club can suggest things to us and hopefully we can support us club can yep. it's a get back to doing what they're doing yep. it's a two way street so uh, on that note we'll see you next week and uh, thank you for listening bye bye, bye.
Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods.